Hi guys, it's Angelos Neil Epithemio here, um, one of the greatest comedians ever lived. Um, hey, listen, why not listen to the Promoter Mouths podcast hosted by Kai and Pablo, who are a couple of promoters from um, a part of England that I don't know myself, but you may have heard of it. Anyway, it's one of the most it's the best podcast I think that's going out there. Um, just two promoters sitting down chatting about promoting comedy. What could be better than listening to that? Please, please listen to it for Christ's sake. Are you sitting comfortably? Then oh. we'll begin for episode number 35 of the Promoter Mouths podcast. Hello, Pablo. Hello, Kai. All very slick. That was lovely to hear Angelos again. Yeah. It's not just comedy promoting we talk about, though. It isn't. No, although we do large on it. But I think that's the bit he likes the best. It seems like we were only here yesterday. I hope something's happened in your life, Pablo, this week. Yes, I've been putting things down after the uh, reprimand I got last week. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's going on in this uh, podcast? Who should we have? I think you should read it out today. Uh, I, I've missed it. And it gives a little break from Jeff Whiting and Tony Law. That's all we've got, is it? That's all we've got lined up. All right. Yeah, all right, that is all we've got at the moment, because we, we had some from patrons, but uh, a few haven't done it yet, mm. and I think they should get their fingers out and do it. Yeah, let's hear from your pa- Patreons. Right, here we go. Do it like this. Two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in Norfolk. Rather than be at each other's throats, competing for territory like crack Colombian cartel leaders, we have joined together with the joint aim of banging on about the UK comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town. Oh, lovely. I've missed that. I've missed that coming from you. I'm, I'm available for voiceover work. Yes? What sort of voiceover work would you do you think you could do? I imagine it'd be something like, oh, I don't know, like... um. White bread. White bread. Those. Sausage rolls. Break your leg loans. You okay. Know, uh, Wonga yeah. loans or something like yeah. that. Uh, what else? Uh, come to Greg's for beige pastry products. Uh, yeah, you'd do pretty good with that. Um, yeah, I reckon I could be the face of Greg's will, quite easily. Will writing. I'm not that old, you cheeky bastard. I'm not saying you're old. Yeah, I know. But no, no, you, you've got to be... You haven't got to be old to read out the you, message. You've got to be Eamon Holmes' age to oh. be doing that kind of thing. He does that advert, doesn't he? Mm. Take care of your loved ones. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Although, yeah, I guess with a voice like mine, it's probably at peak age for pers- for uh, people pers- persuading their baby boomer parents to write a will yeah. so they don't have to fuck around or give it to their, you know, the cat's arm or whatever. Excellent, yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do with all your money? <laughs> what, what money is this, guy? What are you going to do? It's just the Patreon money sitting in your account. Um, if you did get hit by a bus tomorrow, yeah. you know, hypothetically speaking, mm. um, would you mind if I took over your gigs? Hypothetically speaking? Yeah, yeah. So Pablo's got... Pablo's... I don't want to provide you with an incentive like that. Pa- Pablo is no longer. He was a nice guy. I'm not. I'm not giving you an incentive. No, there's no incentive there. You no. don't. Like, you don't like my gigs anyway. Yeah. You, you only like two of them. Well, I quite like. I quite like the numbers. Yeah. Like yeah. You, yeah I'd yeah. like to like them more, but um, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Would you mind? May I? I don't know. Go I, on. I'm, I'm gonna, I, I'm, Leave them to me, and you will. I'm, no, I'm gonna and carry like, on promoting from the from from from, from the from my deathbed. Yeah. From the grave. Okay, you could hand them over though, couldn't you? I'd like to leave um, Southwold, Woodbridge, and the Ocean Rooms to Kai. Um, I tell you what, if you manage them, you can have twenty percent, and the other eighty percent can go towards my estate. Oh no, thanks. Oh, all right. That's not a good deal at all, Pablo. It's a brilliant deal, that. I'm not anyway. I'm not. Look, I'm not giving you an incentive to bloody 
slip something into me coffee. All right. Just just think about it, though. I will look after them. Yeah, all right. I've got some lovely curtains. What have we got coming up in this episode of the Promoter Mouths podcast? <laughs> I said that really enthusiastically you, then. You did. Um, <laughs> let's have a look. Uh, what have we got coming up, Pablo? We've got a week roundup. Praise be. Comedy rumours. Forward slash. Shithousery. Parking like a twat in Lauder than Chad Grace. Seagull News. Opinion whores. Hellfire and Damnation. And Contrition. Yes. Um, Seagull News, if there's nothing on there, which there isn't, is there? Oh, no, I've got something. You've got something, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're just making it up. No, no, no. I'll, I'll tell you when we get to it. Better be good. It's fantastic, Kai. I've got the edit it, button it, primed and ready. It's always good. Mm. I found a recipe for seagull with turnips. So why is that not on there? You get it on there. you're not allowed to eat them. Yeah, but you can... Who says... Uh, the recipe was, buy a bag of chips, put it in the middle of the road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, wait until the seagull gets killed by a car, because yeah. you're not allowed to kill it yourself. Um, and then serve it, cook it, and then serve it with the chips. That you, with the tile marks but With over. the rest of the chips. Or something. Oh, yeah. all right. Okay. It's not, very, it's not a very good recipe. That's why it's not in that. Because like most of the Seagull News, Pablo, it's just a little bit lame. Well, you say that. Mm. You, 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 you reserve judgment. Oh, that was the long one. Uh, look at our week round up. Yeah, you've not put much in this. I haven't put anything in it. Well, what have you been doing with yourself? I've been sat in my desk being creative. I'm doing what exactly? I've avoided human contact as much as possible this week. Well, why is that don't, then? Don't you have weeks like that? No, no. Yeah, you say every now and again, you just want to not do that. Have you been grooming people online? No, Pablo. Well, right. Why is that your first port of call <laughs> from somebody who doesn't want contact with humans? I was just looking at you and trying to think. No. Nope. Why are you beside your computer all week? I've been redesigning my website. All right. Again? Well, it's it's an ongoing thing. All right. Yeah. Um, what else have I done? Been designing posters. It's been a creative week. Oh, I like that. What have you been doing? Uh, a lot of uh, nine to five. Um, but on Saturday, um, I went into town with Mrs. Pablo to uh, prepare for the uh, forthcoming wedding. And I went to get a suit, uh, hire a suit. I was going to put this in Hellfire Damnation. But I went to hire a suit and I went to a place called Moss Bros. Yes. Like, you'd think they were the go-to place for suit, right? Well, yes, I think they, they, they sell suits. Yeah. Yeah. That's all they sell. Well, I don't know much about hiring a suit. I, my logic was, if you hire a suit, you're going to get a better suit for about the same money than what it would cost you to buy one. This is my naive logic. So you go to Moss Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. You, you meet a guy that's just not long since started shaving, and he's, 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 got, a, he's got a tape measure around his neck. That's there for show, right? And and he says, to you, oh, yes, you're here for hiring a suit. Yes. And then he takes you upstairs and you're thinking, okay, right, okay, we're probably going to get some old guy who's going to ask you questions like, um, well, you're fairly heavy set, so you probably want this kind of colour. It's this time of year, you probably want this kind of texture. Your complexion's like this, so maybe you ought to consider this, all that, of this kind of thing. That's what you were expecting? I would, yeah, I mean... From Moss Bros. That's what I was expecting. The budget high street suit well, is dealers. It, is it budget? I mean, I think your, your hires are starting from like 200 quid or thereabouts. But anyway, he, he points me out a rail with five bobbly suits on and go, there's the suits. What suits? Pick one. Like worn suits with bobbles on them. Okay. Because they've been hired out that many bloody times. <laughs> and there's five of them, right? Yeah. On show. So the ones that they have on the show, they like you know we can get these in any size kind of thing. But here's the five styles, just five. So mm. pick one of these, and then part with two hundred quid. And they were awful. I mean, look like bloody Jonathan Ross in the eighties, and and oh no, it was just you know. You go. Are you going for a tailcoat? No, I'm not bothering with oh, that. Okay. But anyway, it was just utterly, utterly shite. Did you hire one? No, I didn't. No, oh, good. No, I, I, I made my excuses and left. I think you can do better than Moss Bros, Pablo. You're spending enough on the venue. 
You should be able to spend a little bit on your. Well, suit. I didn't know. I didn't know the dance with Moss was. I mean, they. I, I look at their website. Signed up to their um, mail shop, and they've been spamming me every day. That's another reason why I don't like them. If you sign up to a mailing list, once a month, not every bloody day. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's every day. And, yeah, just five suits and a fella who didn't know his ass from his elbow. And, uh, yeah, sacked it off. So we're not digging the old moss bros then? No, we're not. Mm. No, no. Are you going to buy a suit then instead? Yeah, that might be a thing, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, at least I've, you get to keep it then. I've since lamented to a couple of people, and they've given me alternative places to go to. Right. Yeah, you can buy the same suits in moss bros for about a third more. We, I had got a nice suit when I got married. I hired one. Well, you might as well buy a second-hand one. They were like stripy trousers. If you, if you buy a second-hand wedding suit, it's probably only been worn once. If you buy a higher one, it costs you an arm and a leg, loads more, and it's probably been worn about 80 times or something. Maybe. They do clean them. Yeah, they might have done, yeah, but it's probably still got all sorts of unmentionable stuff. I mean, they are it. nicely made, and they do take a good photo. I would say that, the hired ones, the proper yeah. wedding ones. Did you have a yeah. waistcoat for it? Well, I didn't, didn't oh, get anything, did they? Did they, did they have a waistcoat on it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. I'll, get, I'll get one in the end, but it won't be from Moss Bros. Now, I remember as a kid going to sort of uh, places with uncles getting suits, and, you know, I remember, you know, I remember, like, the uh, old guy, uh, tailor bloke, uh, asking them which side they dressed to, and then gently cupping them. <laughs> what, which side they dressed to? Yeah, that, isn't, isn't that when they measure your legs? No. It, which side do you hang your tallywhacker? Your, your, your full bundle of joy, isn't it? Ooh. So which side do you, is your bundle of joy on? So, so they, when they put the tape measure up, then you know they're not. Um, oh, uh, giving you a bit of a me too thing. Oh, is that why they ask yeah, you? Yeah. I thought they'd leave a little bit more room for it on that side. Oh, no, no, no! no? Suits are symmetrical, aren't they? I mean, unless you're a bit of a beast and it's all on one side, I imagine they'll have to make special allowances for that, but I don't think that's a thing. How would you feel about the boy who doesn't shave, gently brushing your bollocks as he measures your leg? So, uh, um, indifferent. I think, I think your silence and the way you're smiling and looking off into the distance, Pablo, speaks volumes. <laughs> 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 what about Patreons, Pablo? Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths. Um, thanks, Tony. We could do with a few more Patreons, £4 a month, and you get lots of extra content. And 15 early episodes have been put behind uh, the Patreon. And when you subscribe to Patreon, then you will be able to see them in your, um, uh, in your Apple and Spotify. And they've gone already. Wow. I'll tell you what, listeners, get if you've not listened to episode 16 upwards, that's some of our best stuff. Download it now before Kai puts it on the Patreon thing. In the early episodes, right, mm. we had some classics there. We had, we had the old Christmas meal at the call. Yeah, yeah. We, we, had, we had you trying to um, uh, summon a fat twat by making a joke about Prophet Muhammad. Remember oh, that? Well, I'm trying yeah. to forget it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that so, one? So, you know, yeah, I mean, if you didn't download that, yeah, you, you, you could have clipped that and, uh, yeah, got Kai cancelled for that bit, I think. Now right. it's gone forever, right. unless you're a patron. Unless you're a patron, yeah. It's good, isn't it? Praise be to the Lord. Praise be to the Lord. There we go. Yeah, that lo- was nice. Lovely singing, that. Well done, Kai. Thank you. Yeah. You've put meat sweats. Yes. So part of this day, try to make a day of it. Aside from the disastrous uh, episode in Mosbos, uh, we, we decided to go to lunch, and we and we went to Estubar. What's it called? Estabalu. Estabalu. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 it's called Establu, but when I see it, I always think of Vic Reeves, for those reasons. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, have you been to Establu? No, I haven't. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's good stuff. It's one of these restaurants where you, you get a little, like, it looks like a beer, mat. It's got red on one side, green on the other. When you've got it on green, guy comes round, 
and then just uh, slices off big chunks of meat, like decent cuts of beef, pork, chicken, um, all the meats. <laughs> <laughs> and different versions of what I just lamb? said. Yeah, lamb. Oh, the lamb was nice. Yeah. Springbok? I uh, don't know what that is. Um, Something to do with rugby. Uh, what about um, veal? Uh, yes, yes, feels a bit, I know, but I didn't have any of that. Okay. Yeah. Seagull? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so all the meats, eh? Yeah, all the meats, yeah. Not, no seagulls, sadly. But, um, yeah, I've been there once before, and it's fairly busy, and when the man comes around, it was like the frequency of the man coming around the first time I went wasn't, wasn't so great. Like, you had to wait a little bit. Um, or eat slower. <laughs> Yeah, no, that is an option. But but this time it was ridiculous. Every time I sort of swallowed a bit of meat, don't look at me like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was there, stood in front of me, Ooh. expectantly, wanting me to swallow more meat. Did he have a tape measure around his neck? <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, feeding right into your bank, isn't it? So, so what is it? Is it like a, a South American? It's supposed Argentinan, to be Argentinian, Brazilian, I think. A Brazilian. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah. So, I had a, a Brazilian beer. A churrasco. Is that what uh, they call it? Uh, I don't know. I, I've not heard that word before. I think it's churrasco. It's yeah. where it's just a barbecue. Lots oh, of meat. Right. Yeah, it was lovely, honestly. Within about sort of 20 minutes. I had proper meat sweats, and I was sort of slumping into my chair. And, yeah, I turned it over for a bit, and he still came over and said, can I not tempt you? And, oh, go on then. <laughs> and he just kept coming and coming and coming. And then, yeah, it was a... Yeah, I, I highly recommend the Establu. You don't as, as an experience. I've put Doug Stockdale. Now, you don't know Doug Stockdale. I don't know, Douglas Stockdale. I discovered, I've been going through my mailing list for Shaft of Wit and tidying it up and sort of working out how I can make different groups for sending emails to. And I found Doug Stockdale, who's a punter who comes to gigs in Wingfield and Beckles, right? Yeah. And I looked at his his records. He's been to 15 gigs. That's pretty good. He's a number one punter. I'd just like to... Thank and praise Doug Stockdale. He is number one. Love that. Yeah, well done. That's the sort of loyalty that you want. Well done, Doug. I've got a few that follow, been following what I've done for a while. Mm. There's, there's a family living in North Lowestoft. They've been coming since they were in open spot nights in, at the Carlton. Um, yeah, so... I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's now time for comedy rumours forward slash shit housery. Uh... Thank you, Dara. Um, you've put Dapper Laughs is back. Yeah, yeah. This came to my attention. I saw this on a, on a, a lady's Facebook post. It was up in Edinburgh. And she f- was filming Dapper Laughs. Do you, do you know who Dapper Laughs is? Yes. Um, it's Daniel O'Reilly. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. And he got himself embroiled in a bit of controversy about 10 years ago. Um, he, he was doing very well with that old medium vines. It's like, oh yes, like a shit TikTok that lasted about, I don't know, thirty seconds or something. Do you remember that? Yeah. What, what, what happened to that? But he did well out of that, and he, he was one of the first comics to sort of uh, launch himself via the uh, medium of um, uh, film on the internet. So he 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 did he did, he did very well, um, and I think he got himself in trouble. Uh, he he did a rape joke back then. Oh, yeah, which went down really poorly, very very poorly. His attitude at the time was virgin or misogynistic, or at least the character was. But any anyhow, since then he's gone on to. Um, I think he actually went on national television and apologised. I think that was a thing. But he's still not very popular amongst a lot of people within the comedy fraternity. I mean, I you know, I, c- I can't say whether I rate him or not as a com- comedian. But I've heard a couple of interviews with him. He, he, he He's sort of done his time, I think, in terms of being pushed outside. He didn't kill anybody. He, he had a bit of a crap attitude. He put his hands up and said, I'll improve my ways. Okay, uh, that's 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 my take on it. But um, is yeah. he back? What does back mean? Well, he's definitely he's he's well he's social. I had looked him up. He's still got a decent amount of output digitally, and he's definitely doing a show at the Fringe. 
I don't know how much it was shown, um, but, but I've seen footage of it up on there, that there, Facebook. And uh, it was framed in a post from a lady who really wasn't impressed with him. What's the story here? That he's doing it and that she didn't like him? Well, there was a pylon as well. There's a bit of a sort of a female pylon about it. Did, I mean, I put a link on there. Did you have a look? It was a video, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the comments, really. It was, I was uh, sort of uh, intrigued by I'm starting to think that Dapper being a comedy persona was a lie. Wasn't he last seen being chummy with Farage? Was he? Ugh, that's gross. <laughs> no, I've got no strong feelings on whether Dapper laugh should be a thing or not, but I, I just think it's been 10 years letting be. On that note, you've put Chubby and Linehan. Yeah, it's been, it's been a bit of a week for it, really. Um, yeah, I'd like to know what you think about these things as well. So our friend of the pod, Danny Postal, posted a clip, which we'll stick on the uh, Facebook page, uh, Chubby Brown being cancelled again. Cancelled. Is that the right word? Always very yeah. careful. Not. Well, he's think, been think... booked for some gigs in theatres and later on down the line, just as they start selling tickets or maybe even before the box office opens, the venues yeah. then go back on it and say, we don't want him here. We don't want those kind of people here talking about his audience. And listening to Chubby Brown talking in his normal persona, he's actually all right, isn't he? You can see it's a character he plays and you can see he's been doing it for 50 odd years now. And if you don't like him, don't go and see him. That's pretty much what he says. And I think I've got some some, uh, sympathy for him. And that these council-run theatres have sort of said, no, oh, we don't want this kind of thing here. But he has, he's pointed out in his uh, little video, it's it's not me that they don't want here, it's you that they don't want here. Because, you know, they don't want the whole thing happening. And then they wonder a bit later down the line why the theatres are closing and can't yeah. sustain themselves. Is It's because they're not putting in the people that are filling it up. Yeah. Love them or hate them. I think yeah. he has a place on that, on the... Circuit. I mean, he's 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 not politically correct, and his humour isn't really my humour. I can see he's got skill, but it's not like the Munich Beer Hall. You know what I mean? It's 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 a uh, it's not complete fascist or anything like that. You know, no, you know. there's a lot of comedians I wouldn't go out and see for lots of reasons. Yeah. Uh, he's probably one of them, but I, that doesn't I, mean there isn't an audience willing to you know who who would enjoy his uh, brand of comedy. And um, but then you've got yeah. Uh, Linehan. Graham so, Linehan. Yeah, so the, the, the Edinburgh Fringe is in full, full flow, and you know it's in full flow when another show gets cancelled. So Comedy Unleashed have a venue, uh, had booked venues up there. Yeah. And they've not announced their lineup, but they did put a hint at it was somebody controversial who's recently been cancelled. Turns out to be Graham Linehan. Yeah. And sure enough, yeah. the activists got on the back of it and managed to get him cancelled for that. Yeah. Or managed to get the whole gig cancelled. Get the whole gig cancelled because of it. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, he is heavily involved in that toxic issue of the trans debate. But the fact is, the set that he is likely to be doing at that gig has nothing to do with what he said. Yeah. I don't think he's going to go up there suddenly trampling on the trans issues and whatever. He said, I'm not going to be able to do my jokes about pizza. Yeah, so. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's, I mean, he's been cancelled before he's you know opened his mouth because he's out of the uh, big bag of opinions you can have. He's got one that doesn't agree with some people there, and they've gone now. We don't like that. And what? it is something he said a while back, and now they're using that everywhere he goes. They're just yeah. jumping on it to he, cancel him. He is an ongoing activist. I mean, he 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 would call himself a feminist. Um, you know, I, it's, it's just a talk. Real toxic debate to, debate to get involved in, but yeah, uh, um, once in a safe space for women, where genetically born males can get the wang out, or where they're not allowed to get the wang out, I think that's fair enough. And not wanting kids to transition when they're still kids and can't make up their mind about bloody what to eat for dinner, let alone what sex they are. I mean, I think that's sort of fair enough as well, isn't it? We can have a healthy conversation about all of that, can't we? Yeah, we. I don't think we can. We always ruin it. We always ruin it, don't we? <laughs> but but I tell you what, we have a more healthier conversation about it than most people online. 
maybe. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't think uh, Graham Linnan's covered himself in a lot of good glory and how he's handled a lot of it. But then, you know, it's just an opinion. I mean, just, you know. Well, they're looking for another venue. I wonder if there are any venues that will take them on. Yeah. Well, very often it works out. But of way, course, Comedy it? Unleashed are lapping this up. This is just what their brand wanted, isn't yeah, it? This yeah, is exactly yeah, what their yeah. brand People will be, uh, is all about. Tuning into their YouTube channel and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you? I, I went there. I went there to the um, backyard comedy. That's where it sort of they, they show it. I was there in, in, when I was in London about four months ago, and yes, yeah, nice, nice, nice little comedy club. Mm. I enjoyed it. So you've put Fat Theo Payback. Yeah, do you remember back in February? I do, yeah. We featured Fat Theo. Fat Theo, uh, comedy club runner slash hire slash owner. Not sure which one he was. Promoter. Promoter. Booked a load of gigs. Got into financial difficulties. Couldn't pay a big bunch of acts, about 10 of them. Uh, and that was outstanding. And it uh, rubbed a lot of acts up the wrong way. And he promised to pay them back. And uh, and you've been in touch with him? I thought I'd drop him a line, say, how are you getting on with that payback? And he sent me a list of comedians' names with ticks next to them right. of all the ones he's paid. And there were about three more to pay. And he said he's going to get round to that in October uh, because he's got some other financial commitments right now that weren't expected. So I popped a little message across to one of the acts saying, oh, he's some interesting news i said uh he's paying him back and maybe maybe in october yeah he he, he might see something happening <laughs> the, the act then got back in touch with me and said well that's a load of bullshit because one of the acts that you're saying that that is ticked hasn't been paid so i don't know what to believe anymore right yeah okay. there you go the story goes on the story goes on. the saga good, continues I mean, I mean it's good that you've got the uh, um hotline to fat theo yeah i was very surprised that he just went yeah, yeah look here's the list yeah <laughs> I mean, fair play for that but i mean i mean yeah. it was a lot of money i wouldn't like to have been in his shoes yeah and uh, if he is paying them off fair play if he isn't oh then maybe he should yeah. um if he's telling us that he has and he hasn't well we'll just keep going back to him <laughs> maybe well yeah here's another one Pablo I know how much you like the Edinburgh Festival you are, and, no, and its it place on the pod it's definitely worthwhile Go uh, on. there's a publication called Mumble yeah and they are doing reviews of shows and charging £35 if you want your show reviewed five stars yeah I heard about this I what mean, a load of bollocks that yeah, is yeah that is a nonsense they're saying it's for expenses and such like did we talk about this already no Anybody who's got a mumble review on their poster now is going to look like a right dick, really, because it's going to look like you've either paid for it yeah, 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 now yeah. this news is out, or, you know, th- their credibility is certainly questionable. Yeah, £35. Because up in Edinburgh, they're all wanting their reviews, aren't they? They're, yeah, they're all yeah, singing yeah. about their five stars and four-star reviews, rightly so. Stick it on. Then they go around sticking them all on their posters, updating all their posters, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a funny amount as well, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's a cynical amount. They've obviously thought, right, a comedian who's going to be on the bones of their ass. how much can we screw them for? And, you know, it's it's, it's a cynical amount as well. How many uh, performers have paid 35 quid for a review from Mumble, thinking it's going to look good in the first weeks of the festival? Mm-hmm. Well, as I said last week, the uh, um, barrier to entry at the, at the Fringe... Can often be just how much money you've got. Can be. So if, if you're not very good and you pay them 35 quid, you know, who knows? That's just for the bottom level, level of the re- review, maybe. Mm. You pay them a wanna, you might get five stars. True. Yeah. Parking like a twat in Loddon and Shedgrave. In brackets, the local bit. You've put soft twats. Yes, I have. Yeah. Are you familiar with airsoft phenomena? I'm familiar yeah. with it, but it's yeah. not something I do. Well, in in Suffolk, um, there's a move to get this get 
the airsoft paraphernalia banned because the kids are shooting bloody animals with the airsoft guns. Oh. So airsoft, are like it's like air rifles and... BB guns and things. Yeah, and yeah, and, and, and there's a particular type. So, yeah, the, 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 the kids are sort of going around shooting. So it was in the news that in Suffolk they're going to try and ban these because kids can get hold of them, and I think they're allowed them. But that made me think, have you ever been to paintballing? Yes. When you was paintballing... Did the airsoft twats turn up? No. No? Not that I remember. So the, the airsoft twats, basically you've got paintballs, right? And then you've got airsoft, right? Which is the type of paintball, but it's more precision and the guns and everything are more like actual real guns. Okay. So you get a set of enthusiasts who turn up who take it that little bit too seriously. They're, they're wandering around the place like they're doing a bloody tour of Kabul, Wearing all the gear and the, and these are adults, right? Proper adults. Sounds and, like fun. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of fun. That does. Yeah, well, make it yourself down there. Well, oh, they pretending to be an army guy. Yeah. Pow pow. As an adult, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Get, I mean, I, I, hiding in the bushes. With, I, I, what are you saying? I'm saying it's a bit sad, isn't it? All airsoft, and I think the airsoft. It's just, a, and it's a, it's, it's a puzzling phenomenon. If you see it, you'd be thinking, "What the fuck's I going do, on?" I do, I do like paintballing though. That is good fun. Yeah, paintballing's good fun, and everybody knows what it is. But these guys, they come marching in, and they're, they're, they're comparing each other's outfits, they're trying to outdo each other. It's a. Uh, it, Louis Threw should do a weekend with paintball uh, airsoft twats. I'd watch that. Okay. I think it'd be worth watching. There's definitely, there's there's a, like a subculture there that a lot of people aren't onto. If there are any airsoft twats listening, um, yeah. I've got nothing against you. Pablo clearly has. I mean, I'd like to go rolling around in the mud with you. Um, I've put under Ch- Loden and Ched Gray, um, charity, me, charity. Charity. Oh, one of the things I did do this week is I cleared out my garage of stuff, which is ready for the charity shop Um, we had a little garage sale a while back and it's and that's when we sort of put everything together and then i thought i'm not going to sell all this stuff i'm really not going to put it on ebay i'm putting it all in a box and i ended up with a carload two two boxes a load of bags old clothes shoes hockey sticks everything you name it took it over there parkinson's one Oh right, yeah. The yeah. one in uh, in Chedgrave, and I had, it was quite sad seeing it going yeah. away. It's like, wow, that's my stuff there. Buy stuff. That charity shop is enormous now, but uh, they have they are doing something which I don't approve of. What's that? They've got a whole room set up now with Christmas stuff in. Oh. <laughs> I've advertised. They said, oh, we've got our Christmas room open. Yeah, it's August, isn't it? It's August. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that could get in the bin. <laughs> yeah. You remember that for um, Hellfire in a little bit. You can stick that in. We're not having Christmas now. Um, and this one, I'm naming no names. Oh, I'm naming no venues. Oh, this is the bit where I'm, every I'm... business proprietor listens to and think, oh, God. Right. So I like a pint. Yes, well, clearly. But, and I also like good service. Yes. But there is one member of a team somewhere that just rubs me up the wrong way. Fucking miserable, always complaining about stuff, not very polite. And I would like to just mention that and just leave it there. No, well, why don't you just tell me how they uh, weren't polite? Maybe just just don't like you. Never Never a really happy hello, never a thank you when you pay for your beer. And always moaning about something. Just cold. Really? Yeah. Have I experienced this? I'm not sure I have. Yeah. Have I? I just thought I'd put that in there. I think it's not difficult if you're being paid to do a job and serve people to just do the job from start to finish, which is being polite, being nice to the customers. It doesn't matter how well you know them. Mm. Um, I've done nothing wrong. Not hard, is it? It's not hard. You just can't get the staff. Familiarity sometimes breeds a bit of contempt. Yeah, there is a bit of that. I think there's a little bit of that. And also, I don't know, some people like to see themselves slightly above other people in it's the pecking just, order. It's just like a dark cloud floating around the place. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought I'd pop that in there just because they walk among us, Pablo. <laughs> they certainly do. They do. They bloody do. Right. Seagull News. It's now time for Seagull News. Right then. So, 
You're looking forward to this, aren't you, Kay? Really am. Yeah. So what I did, I thought I'd take a slightly different approach this week for Seagull News. Um, I was rather hoping you didn't have anything. No, 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 no. Oh, that's why I did. Because under Seagull News, you put Seagull Headline Roundup from over the last week. Yes, yeah, so, so that's what I did. So I, I typed in Seagulls into Google, mm. and then I clicked on the news thing. Yeah. And then a, a week's worth of new Seagull stories came up, and I thought, there's not time to go into each one of these. But they are all the same. I've done this, and they are all the same Kai, story, Pablo. Kai. It's newsworthy to other people, and it's newsworthy every week. So here we so, go. Well, we might as well just say, here's, here's mine then, Pablo. Seagulls in a seaside town have terrorised tourists by swooping down and stealing their food. So this is the, uh, the Argus. Brighton visitors fume over turkey-sized seagulls and smelly beach, right? North Wales Live. Even seagulls queue for perfect chips at North Wales Chippy Rated Amongst Best in UK. Oh, here we go. 22 hours ago in Aberdeen Live. Man, 67, charged over international killing or injuring of seagull chicks in Aberdeenshire. Oh, no, sorry, that's intentional killing. Ooh, I'm not reading that. Was that was almost, right. almost a good story. Yeah. Yeah, but he's been charged with that. Yeah. Another one, Shields Gazette. RSBCA saves another baby seagull from tall building after more birds caught across the northeast. So it's just absolutely grand. Grampian Online, 18 hours ago, so it's hot off the press, guy. Man charged mm. with intentionally killing or injuring seagulls in Portsoy area. See, that's the get, same guy. That's a, no, it's a different guy. Huh? Wales. Oh, this is a good one. Wales Online. Blue plaque commemorates life of man who like to swear at seagulls and stuff animals. Oh, that's better. Yeah, that's yeah, quite yeah, good, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Got a blue pack for that. We, we could get a blue pack click, for that. Click on that one. No, that's a screenshot, Kai. You, oh. I knew you wouldn't want to go into any depth. You so want to the, keep it all surface. So the bit we'll I wanted... To, we'll have to look, look out for it. So, so in, in this week's episode of Read from Google... Oh, no, Seagull News, sorry. See Google News. Don't belittle the Seagull News, Kai. <laughs> Our listeners love this. Opinion whores. Ah, what have we got here? You've put tonight's the night. Yes, yes, I have. Let me let me, let me just find this for you, Karen. Let me read this out for you. This is a, a lyric from Sir Rodney Stewart. Mm. Yeah, he did a song back in I think it was the seventies, which which we know were different times, right? Yeah. And tonight's the night. Gonna be all right in brackets. I'm not going to read all of this out, but I'll read a bit of it. But the the um, the thrust of the lyric is that basically he's got himself a young girlfriend. When I say young, <laughs> I think I think she might be very young. Oh. And, and tonight's the night. He means it, it's going to happen in the bedroom for her for the first time. Oh, and that's the whole song. And it, and it was different different times. I mean, doesn't make it all right because tonight's the night. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right because I love you, girl. Ain't nobody going to stop us now. Nobody. And it, it, here's If you a, were to type those into a chat room kind of context... Yeah, you'd probably get the... Uh, you'd, you'd probably get the predator police onto you. Yeah, yeah. What do, what, what do they call them? Online... Uh, uh, Enforcement. Yeah, I forget. Don't say a word, my virgin child. Just let your... My, don't say a word, my virgin child, right? Child. Just let your inhibitions run wild. Secret is about to unfold. Upstairs before the night's too old. I mean, that could be on a text. Pedo pop. Yeah, exactly. Like you get one of those sort of doorstepping um, pedo uh, vigilantes. Mm. Did you write this, sir? Did you? These are words. Don't say a word, my virgin child. Yeah, yeah, that could easily be that. How old did you think she was, Rod? Yeah, because she clearly said she was a child, and you actually referred to her as a child there, Rod. You actually yeah. referred to her as a child, Rod. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got four. We've got fourteen pages. Yeah, we've got fourteen pages of this. Is that your penis, there, Rod? Yeah. Come on, Angel. My heart's on fire. Don't no, deny no, Rod, your we, man's desire. Yes, no, Rod. We know you like a drink, but you can't use this as an excuse. You haven't been drunk for the last three weeks. Yeah, because you'd be a fool to stop this tide. Spread your wings, and let me come inside. I oh. mean, it's oh, that's disgusting. 
what do you think of a uh... pedo? What do I think of pedo pop? <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, there's, there's others, isn't there? Um, she was just seventeen. You know what I mean? The old Beatles there. I mean, seventeen's legal. It's it, but it's uh, it's is it? Not, it's it's uh, not illegal, but unwise. Who says that? That's what Philip Schofield said. Oh, okay, and, and he got cancelled for um, having it away with I a nineteen-year-old. Nineteen-year-old. The Beatles oh. were swanning around the place, saying, "Oh, she was seventeen. You know what I mean?" Right? Yeah. Any, yeah. any others? Yeah, yeah. Um, you're sixteen. You're beautiful, and you're mine. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. What about, whoa, whoa, sweet child of mine? Yeah, 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 yeah. Disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. Like, hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Did he go and leave you all alone? I got a bad desire. Oh, oh, oh I'm on fire. What are you laughing at, Kat? Are you laughing at my singing? No, just, uh, yeah, I'm just laughing at the context of it. Tell me now, baby, is it good to you? Can he do to is it Like, can he do to you the things that I do? He's implying incest. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, am I? I'm not... i got a bad desire. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, I don't know. I think these pop stars are from the 70s and 80s. They need to uh, be less pedoey. They do, they do. Yeah. Definitely, I mean... Yeah, they've got a lot to learn. Any others? Uh, yeah, there's probably a few, isn't there? Um, let's just quickly Google pedo pop. No, I'm not putting that in. <laughs> what, what should I put in? Be careful what you put there. Yeah, okay. what, what should I put in? Uh, I put um, um, problematic songs. Here we go. Uh, oh, yeah, blurred lines. No, that... Well, that wasn't really... It was. That wasn't really about... It underage. It wasn't about underage. It was just 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 a bit of rape. Have you seen have you seen the video for that? Where, they, where they've all got their baps out? The actual the yeah, actual yeah, have, yeah. real one with that with their proper baps out. Oh I didn't know that was a thing. They that's the covered up one there. Ah, oh, I see. I mean it's I tell you what, he Have just, you not seen that video? I, I, well yeah. Go on, go home and have a look at that on your own. Yeah, I'll have a look. Jailbait by Ted Nugent. It sounds. It sounds. Well, well, I don't care if you're just thirteen. You look too good to be true. Oh dear. I just know what that you're probably clean. There's one little thing I got to do to you, jailbait. That is very problematic, Ted Nugent. Did, did you write these words, sir? Are these <laughs> your words? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talk about in plain sight. Uh, there he is. Dude looks like a lady. What's this one? Um, well, it's about a man who looks like a woman. I think we've got a winner, though. I think jailbait has to be the winner. I don't yeah. think we need to look on. What's it sound like, that? That'll do. Yeah. No, it was a bit... Bit wanky that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we managed to find the ultimate pedo pop song thanks to your suggestion there. Yeah. Um, do suggest pedo pop songs that we might not have mentioned. Yeah. If you, if, you, if that's your thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've put the wonky pub. The wonky pub. Did you see this in the news? This is the pub that burned down. This is the pub that burned down. What's the context, guy? Well, somebody bought a pub. Yeah. Two weeks later. Burnt the pub down. burns I mean, down. It burned down. It burned down. Yeah, apparently, um, they police say it is arson. Uh, the owners of the pub are nowhere to be seen on the news or anything. They're, they're keeping a very low profile. Turns out it had a grandfather clock in the pub, which was removed a few days before the pub burnt down. Oh, I. Um, but then what they did was the day after, an excavator levelled the pub completely to rubble, and the council didn't give them permission to do that. Just so happens that the week before, they'd hired an excavator to go up by the pub as well. (laughs) It's all pointing at maybe (laughs) being a bit of an insurance job. They can't be that bright, can they? They can't be. And the... It's it's like, from the little bit I've read, it's a real local loved landmark as well. It was. They'd done some mining underneath it, and so there was subsidence. And so one end of the pub was four foot lower than the other end. Apparently, the guy that bought the pub had connections with the um, the quarry nearby as well. 
Right. Um, he was on, on the board of directors or something for the quarry nearby. Um, I don't know what's going to come of it, but uh, it sounds a little bit dodged to me. Yeah, it sounds well dodgy. Though. What's your opinion, Pablo? Um, well, I like wonky pubs. Mm. Yeah, the wonky are better for a pub. And I, I prefer them if they were still not burnt. I like pre-burnt wonky pubs. Yeah. That's how I like them to be. Well, there was, I'll tell you what there was, a pub in London they were building next to and they demolished it. And yeah. the council said, you've got to build it back brick by brick, identical to how it was. Yeah. And, and they did. Yeah, 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 they yeah. did that. So they should do that to these guys just yeah, to teach yeah. them a lesson. Yeah, absolutely. Make them pay for it. Build it back brick by brick. Yeah, do it. Make it wonky. Hellfire and damnation. In this section, we outline a scenario where each one of us has been wronged or where we think someone or something should be thrown into the pits of hell. Thanks, Donald. There we go. Oh, Donald's had a rough old week. We should, we should say, shouldn't we? They're getting putting more charges on top, aren't they? This latest one, um, he can go away for a long time and he can't carry on being a president if, the, if he gets done. What was the new charge? Um, it, Inciting to... Yeah. It's something to do with sort of throwing the election, but the state that are doing it, I've got a law. The law is set up in such a way he can go chokey for a long time. It's to not throwing the election for uh, um, trying to overthrow it. Yeah, trying to overthrow it. Yeah. Well, yeah, so he could go away. Yeah, they're keeping him from standing as president, and they're doing everything they can so he does because they know the, he, he might get back into the, power. There's another school of thought. He's only running for president to keep himself out of prison. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, he's he's, he's just. Putting more chips on the table. Can you imagine if he walks back into the White House? I can't imagine that, yeah. Well, yeah, actually, Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was mad enough first time, but, like, we live in a world where this kind of shit can happen. But their current president's an absolute car crash as well. Yeah, Isn't he, he Biden? You've seen all those videos of him touching people. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sniffing their hair. (laughs) I bet bet he liked jail, bait. I bet that was his favourite song. In fact, I think it's the anthem for his next campaign. Yeah, yeah. I've put... Shit poetry. What? Do you like poetry, Pablo? Yeah, I do like poetry, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like poetry. I've written poems in the past, and I've studied them and taught them as well. But occasionally you come across some really shitty ones. Yeah. And this one, this one cropped up out of the blue. And it goes like this. The poem I wrote, this is by somebody on on Facebook, who who wrote this and thought, I'm going to put this. It's local, is it? Yeah. It was on the Beckles forum, and I I didn't ask for it. It came up, and I found myself reading it, and I found myself immediately coming to the docks. So (laughs) this is by somebody who I think is quite old, so I'm not letting that be an excuse, all right? Okay. This poem I wrote is called Grandkids. The nappies are brown. Imagine my 83-year-old frown. Took grandkid to town. The nappies are still brown. I'm knitting in my front room. Grandkid comes in with the nappy of doom. It sounded like Rose West reading that. (laughs) It's put another spin on it. Well, I think I was going for Pam Ayres more than anything. Ah, see, right, right. Um, But, yeah. What do you think about that, Pablo? I think, I think... Am I being too harsh? I think Granny is uh, probably reaching the end, isn't she? I mean, it, she's written, she's typed that out. If she was writing it down, it'd have been green ink and in shaky writing. So and we wouldn't be able to read it. That's that's what it is. But I like the fact... It's got rhyming couplets in it. I, I like the fact that an 83-year-old lady is expressing herself via the, mean, uh, via the means of her poetry. And publicly. I like that. I'm, I'm on board with that. Um, it is a bit shit. Thank you. Yeah. There we go. That's oh. all I needed to hear, Pablo. I, yeah. I, I liked your analysis. But... Do, do, do you know what? I heard the best line in a song I've heard in a long time this week. Um, I went for me run on Sunday and uh, I had it on shuffle. And a song by Half Man, Half Biscuit came on. Right? Yeah. And I think the song was called... 
it's National Shite Day. <laughs> Something like that. And the, the, the line in, there's loads of lines, and out of nowhere, the, the lines, there's a man with a mullet going mad with a mallet in millets. Okay. And I thought, that is genius. Nice wordplay. I love that. Man with a mullet going mad with a mallet. In millets. In millets. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's your favourite line from a song? Oh, you can't throw that one on me. It must be one. No. It must have a go-to. No, I haven't got a go-to, actually. Give, give it some thought. We'll come back to it. We'll come back to that. Yeah. My favourite song lyrics. No, I'll, I'll have a think about song lyrics. I can't think of one now. My go-to favourite song lyric. Mm. Give it some thought. Oh, I've put in Hellfire and Damnation, punters that repeatedly ask the compare to roast their mate. <laughs> I've seen this a lot. I wish they'd fuck off, really. Yeah, yeah. I get I get texts from some of them saying, oh, so-and-so's coming this week. And then you get to the gig, and because I compare, that you get people coming up to me in the interval or, or before, oh, it's his birthday today, make sure you have a go at him. Uh, and then you'll be in the bar, and they'll catch your eye afterwards, and then they'll be sort of pointing, so they can't see, pointing, winking, and, and po- <laughs> pointing at the mate. It's him. It's him. It's that way. And then you walk in and then suddenly they're going pointing at the guy's head behind his back. And and I don't always get round to it. I acknowledge that they're in the room sometimes, but fuck off with that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it, I've got enough to think about. Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm on a gig without actually emceeing and I'm all over the place. You're running five brains at the same time. If you're emceeing over the top of it. It's just too or much make, to do. Make sure you do it. It's his first time being at a gig. Make sure you give him a, you have a right or go, you know, really lay into him. But I'm, I love I'm it, thinking I mean, that's the last thing he wants, really. <laughs> what yeah, he wants yeah, is yeah. to enjoy his evening of comedy. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, I, the way to do it, I guess, is just to acknowledge them and say, it's your birthday. Yeah. Yeah, your mate said I should roast you. Your mate's a bit of a knob, isn't he? Yeah. You know, yeah. Raise, raise, so turn, you, turn it round. You get that, but I think they can go in Hellfire and Damnation. Yeah, go on. Thanks. Shall we plug our gigs, Pablo? Yes. Let's do that. September the 1st, I've got JJ Whitehead in Chedgrave, and on September the 7th, Frank Sinatzi. He's picking up a bit of steam. Is he? Yeah. Good, good. I think people are not quite sure what to make of it. When yeah. the advert pops up, I look at it thinking... Do I realise what this... Do I know what this is? Can I work it out from the picture of a man looking a bit like Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might have the wrong audience then. Yeah, yeah. It'd be uh, funny if you get there and there's a load of uh, sort of right-wing nutcases there. <laughs> oh, I did this once. I, I did a one-man show once, a uh, performance in Bristol, uh, and I was Rudolf Hess. I might have told you this. <laughs> no, you haven't, no. Yeah, I did two one-man shows back-to-back alternating week and i was rudolph hess in a one-man show and the other one i was doing was uh, a comedy play by dario foe yeah and front row we didn't get many audience in to start with yeah and but on the first or second night two blokes rocked up half cut sat right in the front row and when the play started they they were kind of agreeing with some of the stuff that <laughs> this character of Hess was saying. Right. And then one of them fell asleep and started snoring. And then it was, and then there was an interval and they didn't come back. Wow. <laughs> but they wow. were definitely there. Yeah. Because for the, for the Nazi um, wow. reference, they weren't your average theatre goers. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah. So spinning it back to poetry. I should have mentioned this earlier. Yeah. Um, years ago, I took part in the Norwich fringe and, um, on the back of a, I had a bit of a MySpace following. I used to release poems and short stories on there, and I was persuaded to do a turn at the Norwich Fringe, and this sort of led into a twenty-minute set I had to do in front of hundred people without a microphone. So it was basically reading out poems that I'd written, and a little bit of a, uh, a blurb in, in between. It's the blurb in between that got the laughs. Was there a bit of the John Cooper Clark about you? Yeah, there was, but I'd not actually seen John Cooper Clark at that time. So we're going back <laughs> about 12 years ago. So I was late to the party with John Cooper Clark, but obviously from Manchester, and the style was very similar, right? If I, I can actually post a poem that we did on YouTube. I can post it on the page. But, yeah, so I did this gig. But there was a guy sat at the front who sponsored the night, and he was a local businessman in Norwich, owned a financial firm, and he didn't like it. Because it was a bit of swearing, and he was just 
he sat right in front of me and he was going, oh, no, I don't like this, I don't like this. But the thing is, he made it, he made the night because it was just a really good counterpoint because every time I came to the bits in between, I, I was able to say, you won't <laughs> like this one as well, will you? Yeah, 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 yeah fats, fat, and all the rest of it. And all his employees were there with him and they were creasing up. So he made it perfect. So have you got a, you reading a poem um, on YouTube? No, what I have there's the audio of me reading a poem with a film on there, and uh, the, is it long? It's it's quite long. Oh, okay, the poem bit. Is, I was going to chuck a bit in there. Yeah, yeah, we can find it. We can chuck it in. The, the poem bit is about five minutes. Someone turns the kettle off at the plug, and I stand there clueless with an empty mug. For five minutes, I fail to comprehend that my tealess quandary is not near its end. I can't find my wallet, my keys, or my phone. Somebody's pub somewhere! You'll hear me moan. And you could say I'm in denial because I had them on me all the while. And I really hate that when I'm late, I hit each red light. It feels so shite. And in the elevator, I'm a bad pink hater. I open the door for idiots who think I'm invisible. In fact, I'm just miserable because my fist got stuck in the vending machine. They stole me 50p and I think that's obscene. They messed up my order at my D's again because I don't like cheese, I prefer it plain. Every time, always the same. McBurger, McFries, and McShits for brains. Try to be happy, not melancholy, but I know it will rain if I don't bring a brolly. And going to the shops can be truly folly when you don't have a pound to release a shopping trolley. Yeah, okay. Pablo, thank you. We shall stick some of, well, stick the whole video on. It works well with the video as well. That's Pablo the poet. Yeah, a different life. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unreal. So, uh. And, uh,. Who wrote it? Over 10 years ago with massive sideburns. Did you write it? Yeah. I wrote a poem. Nice. We yeah. should have a poetry corner with Pablo every every month, every week. You can do if you want. <laughs> do you think that would work? Yeah. In, instead of seagull news? I might I tell you what, I might do a poem about, about seagulls. About seagulls. For yeah. ne- yes. Shall I do that? We'll have a poem about seagulls for next yeah. week. All right. Yeah, let's yeah, do yeah. that. All right, so you've got a hot September, haven't you, Pablo? I certainly have. And on the 15th of September, Bobby Davro and Danny Postal are doing a double-up show at Southwold Arts Centre and Galston's Ocean Room. Lovely. Yes. Uh, and 29th, uh, again at Southwold Arts Centre, but down south at the... Uh, Sector Theatre in Woodbridge, we have Troy Hawk headlining a lineup that also includes Terry Alderton and Patrick Monaghan. Lovely. Love that. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a great gig. WCBcomedy.com. Just click on there, get all your tickets. Yes. And shaftofwit.com if you want to see my new website. Well, contrition. Thank you, Jordan Peterson. Um, this is the bit where we've got an apology to make, and we do have one to make, ah, don't we? Yeah. It was out of your hands. So, I, well, is it my fault? Is it, well, it's no. only a partial It's apology. not, is it? It's not. We can't take full responsibility. We weren't around. We, we recorded late on Friday. We didn't finish until nine. Mm. So yeah. there wasn't an early Patreon pre-release. No. And but- sure enough, you had messages... Yeah. Inundated with a, a message. Yeah, from uh, Steve Vagina Watson. Oh, him again. Yeah, yeah. Steve-o, just, just wind your neck in. Yeah. Um, we were busy. Uh, did, but uh, Did the Patreons get a special version? No. No? No, what went out, went out. Ah, right. What, did you say you wanted me to edit it twice before Saturday? Uh, I don't know, I just thought you might have No, so what it. happens is we're doing it on a Wednesday. I will chuck one out there tonight, and then... On reflection, I shall cut stuff out. Yeah, you, you, you're, you're less guarded when it goes to the Patreon, and then you, when it goes to the uh, the main release, you think, oh, better not put yeah, that in. Yeah, better not put that in. Yeah. Better not put that bit in about that, what's the name? Yeah. You know? I'm going to uh, Let's Rock Norwich. You didn't want to go to that. I mean, the bands would look shy apart from the Happy Mondays, but it's, it's a day Yeah, out. you say that. It's, it's a day It's quite a good lineup. Do you think so? 90s. No, it's 80s. 80s. Oh, it's 80s. Okay. Yeah. Toya's there. Why? Yeah, Toya and Robert Fripp, probably. I don't know. I think it's just Toya. Mm, I think they come as a pair. I don't know why they do that. It's a mystery. <laughs> Did you ever watch Toya Wilcox, the lunchtime sessions during the lockdown? Yeah, yeah. It still happens. Yeah. There was something... Sunday lunch or something it's called. 
I mean, she looks amazing for her age. Yeah. Um, can you say that? Yeah, you can, yeah. She's in her 60s. Yeah, I know. And uh, yeah. and she's got a right old rack on her. And seeing her in a nurse's outfit with bits of sellotape, bits of gaffer tape over her nipples. Uh, yeah, that's that, that that's a pull, isn't it? For the internet. It's confusing, isn't it? You don't expect a lady well, of her especially years. Especially during a lockdown when you're locked yeah. in your room all alone. I mean, the nation was already going bloody barmy enough without seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Robert Fripp there, and all you can think of is lucky bastard. Robert Fripp, he is an absolute god of a guitarist. He's responsible for the, the Bowie the, the Bowie guitar on, uh, I think on Heroes and on um, uh, Scary Monsters. Mm. All, all of that sort of really grindy, uh, pioneering guitar yeah. sound. That's Robert Fripp. I think they come as a package. You might find that he's going to be on with Toya. Oh, that'd, that'd be good. Oh, they be probably would have put, her on the bit, put his name on the bill, though, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Who knows, he might be there. That might be good. Well, have fun. (laughs) Let's draw this one to a close. Thank you, listeners. All right. Cheers, listeners. And thank you, Pablo. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.